You are listening to Genuine Chit Chat. This show is for real. Hello, friends. Just a quick message to say, obviously, thank you for tuning in, as always. But this was an episode taken from my Patreon, which you can check out, patreon.com slash genuinechitschat. A link will be in the description, as well as a link to bit.ly slash tomhanks1 to hear another free Patreon episode. But I want to clarify to any new listeners that when you hear this full uh, episode in itself, the quality of the audio is not going to be up to the usual standard because usually I record with a decent microphone in a room with a degree of sound insulation. Whereas this episode, as it was a Patreon exclusive, much like most of the ones I do with Megan when we're on a road trip, it's normally on the drive back from a road trip. So it's recorded on my phone in a moving car. Uh, so that's the reason why the quality be lower than usual. And I just want to add in here because I'm away, I'm not going to put a bit at the end of the conversation as I usually do so it would just be this intro and then the full conversation and that is it it was recorded in June so be aware that we speak about getting a puppy and things and obviously we've since done an episode about having the puppy and whatnot so obviously yourselves will be aware of that and I will say that next week's episode should be part one of my conversation with Ada McCartney so very excited to release that but yeah I just want to say that so thank you for the support as always and if you want to hear even more genuine chit chat there are hundreds of episodes of Afterthoughts on my Patreon so please consider checking that out follow me on social media rate the show and tell your friends about it anyway thank you so much for listening as always and i'll speak to you very soon welcome to genuine chit chat where we have honest conversations with interesting people and i'm your host mike burton And here we are with another afterthoughts afterthoughts Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, we are going to talk about our little trip here on the Isle of Wight, but we can tell you lovely patrons something quite exciting, uh, that we went and viewed a puppy today. Puppies! And we loved the puppy, we loved the mum, we loved the breeders, uh, well, yeah, breeders, and we met some of the other pupperoos, and yeah. So and we've a chosen girl. a puppy and we're going to have a girl. Yeah. And it's a cockapoo, so a cocker spaniel cross uh, With a poodle. poodle. And I think the mum is a toy poodle, or is she a cockapoo? She's a cockapoo. Yeah. I think mum's mum is a toy poodle, and dad is a cocker spaniel, I uh, believe. Yeah. So the dog is going to be a cockapoo, like 50%, and then spaniel, 50%. Is I right? don't know. So we're getting a puppy. We're getting a... Yeah, we're driving we're back a puppy. from just seeing the puppy. And everything went well, so it's good. We're going to get home, send the money over for the deposit, and then we're going to pick her up in four weeks. So very exciting stuff. Uh, so I wanted to tell you guys that. A lot of fun. Uh, and I'll make sure we put some pictures up on Patreon as well, just to get a couple of pictures of their the very cute papa. But that is not why we're recording today. We're recording because we want to talk about our trip to the Isle of Wight. So Isle of Wight is in the very south of England. If you look at a map of the UK, you'll see a little island right below England, and that's the Isle of Wight. It's right near where we live, Southampton. It's just a ferry ride across. And we've both been there before when we were like quite a lot younger, but neither of us could really remember anything about it. I literally don't remember going to the Isle of Wight at all, apart from going on a walk of school. I remember going there. There's, they've got a uh, they've got like a fairground place there that's quite popular. I know I've been to, but I can remember nothing about it. So, yeah, it was really, really cool going to the Isle of Wight. And the main reason we went is because for Christmas, I bought Megan a zookeeper for a day experience. I bought it for both of us, but it was a gift for her. Uh, so we got to go and spend about six hours in a zoo. Shout out to Karen, because she was our zookeeper guide. Big she up, was Karen. awesome. Nothing like the stereotypical Karen. She was a really, really lovely person. 
And we got to experience stuff that normal zoo-goers don't get to experience. And we got a little certificate as well. I did get a little certificate. Well, we have got certificates. Oh, we forgot to look at the phone. Oh, no, we haven't had time to look at the phone. We haven't right? looked at the phone. They, Karen also had a camera with her, and she was taking pictures throughout the day, and then she gave us a memory stick with all of the pictures on it. But because we got back this morning from the Isle of Wight, and then we basically just went home, relaxed for a sweet second. We went home, had a coffee. And then had a coffee, and then we drove straight to Bracknell, which is about an hour away from us, to go and meet the puppies. We haven't actually had a chance to, to look at the the photos, but we will eventually, and I'm sure Mike will put some of those up on the Patreon feed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, the day started out with us going to see some big cats. So, we got to see uh, a couple of lions up close, which is cool. But we got to go inside the tiger enclosure where Megan got Obviously, to pick up. without the tigers yeah, no, being in there. there. Yeah. Safety <laughs> everything. The tigers got The tigers moved. were in their bedrooms. Yeah, they got moved and then we went in there. The keepers looked around to make sure there was nothing amiss and Megan picked up some poop. I did. I picked up some tiger poo and it really, really smelled. <laughs> um, and there was two different types of tiger poo. So depending on what they eat, their poo is different. But I guess that's the same for any animal, including, including us. Yeah. Um, so there was like one that was quite dark. And like, like a, it looked like and slodgier that was because they'd eaten a lot of meat and then there was one poo that was like really white and it's because they'd eaten more of the bone which was quite interesting yeah um, even though it's just poo <laughs> but um, yeah so that was really cool it's not something that you can really say every day is that you've picked up tiger poo yeah and then we, then we saw the tiger get moved from one of the enclosures to the other enclosure through this sort tunnel. of it was a tunnel yeah but it was made out of like uh, fencing almost it was like a fence tunnel uh, and so we're really close we're only about a metre and a half away from like a full grown tiger it was incredible and majestic yeah, it was really cool beautiful coat and then we got to see it eat it climbed up this pole and there was a was it horse or a horse ribcage or something they put the top uh, yeah I think it was I think it was horse I can't remember actually I know that one of the tigers got fed horse I don't know if that one was horse it might have been beef yeah, because it was at the Wild Heart uh, Animal Sanctuary, and they specialise in rescuing animals. And one of the tigers, not the one we saw eat, the other one that we also saw, she used to be in the circus, and it's quite tight. She's got a limp. She's got a really horrible limp. She used to be in a circus in Spain, and she had the limp when they got her, and they did some x-rays, and what they can gather is that at some point the tiger's leg got broken, but wasn't set properly, so it's now set in, like, in, well, incorrectly, which is causing her to have a limp. But in order for it to be reset, it just wouldn't be good on the well-being of the tiger. But they do monitor her every day and give her regular checks to make sure that she's not in pain. Yeah, just uh, which is sad. But the good thing is about the Wild Heart Animal Sanctuary is that yeah, they they specialise in animals that have been through traumatic things, or you know they they use a lot of the money because they're kind of a charity, they're, they're a trust. Uh, so they use a lot of their money to try and change policy they collaborate with some dude who came over from like India to, and they're trying to help like tiger sanctuaries yeah because they don't do breeding there it's, it's literally rescuing animals and making sure that they're looked after yeah so we got to see the tiger climb up this telephone pole which was what probably four metres off the it ground it was really cool yeah considering they're up. such a big animal it was really cool yeah it's like if a tiger's chasing you don't climb up a tree yeah because they will get you <laughs> Um, but what was also interesting is we saw a couple of lions who were males who didn't have manes. Do you remember those? Yeah, 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 because they'd been castrated. Like really early on. Which I didn't know that if lions got castrated, their manes didn't grow. And then I asked, apparently if they have their manes and they've already grown, if they then get castrated, their manes fall out. Yeah. 
so which is interesting. We learned a lot of cool things about that. We got to see some wallabies, and we got to see some ser- servals, serval? servals, servals, yeah, um, which were cool as well. Uh, and then after that, we went to the meerkats. It was the meerkats. What do you tell about the meerkats, Megan? The meerkats was the best. So there was another group with us on that. So Mike and I were together just for the day by ourselves with Karen. Apart from when we did the meerkats, because there was another group that was doing the meerkat experience. Um, so Karen had loads of um, well, they were like mealworms, weren't yeah, they? Yeah. Um, and then we got to sit on the floor. You could even sit on the bench or you could sit on the floor, but obviously Mike and I like to do everything to the best. Get involved. Get involved. So we got to sit on the floor and then they threw mealworms all over the floor and then meerkats were literally just running all over us. It was so cool. They were so cute. Yeah, because you're not allowed to pet meerkats. Cause they're quite they, defensive animals, so they freak out if you try and pet them, which yeah. is understandable. Because they, they, they know, see us as predators. Yeah, exactly. So it's like they don't want us grabbing them and they're, they're also... You know, they wouldn't be able to do any real damage to you, but they'd probably bite you or dip you, and you don't really want that. And you don't want to cause any distress to the beer cats. So you just sit there, and you can feel them on your legs, because we were wearing, it was a very, very hot day. So we were wearing, like, shorts and things, so you could feel their fur rubbing against us. As they, they were so soft. They were soft. And, oh, it was so cute. One of them was, like, the sentry, because beer cats, they're pack animals, and one of them is always looking out for, like, birds of prey flying over or predators. So there's one that stood next to me, trying to make sure, because they're like, Helicopters or planes flying over. Yeah, he was being the protector of the group. Yeah, and he stood right next to me. He was on his little hind legs, looking around. There's a pretty cool picture of Meg got where I was looking at him and he was looking at me. Yeah, <laughs> it was really cute. The meerkat was definitely a highlight. It was the meerkat thing was my favourite. Like I, I really loved the whole day, but the meerkat thing in particular was my favourite. Yeah, it was so interactive. It was just nice being able to just hear a lot of fish. But meerkats, I mean, we knew pretty much all of it because we've been to so many meerkat talks at zoos. Because we, whenever we go to zoos, we try and go to all the talks. But well, we've been to so many zoos now, the vast majority of the time we've heard basically everything, but we still like seeing them get interact, uh, interactive stuff. Um, so we saw the beer cats and we had some lunch, a nice pizza. Uh, and then I think it was the lemurs? Yeah, after lunch we went and saw the lemurs. So we got to take some food with us and we got to hand feed some lemurs through the, the grating. And they were really friendly. Were to us, not to the other lemurs. Yeah, the lemurs were mean to some of the other lemurs because they were like the boss ones and they wanted all the food. So we had to try and like distract. Di- distract the mean lemurs so that one of us could go and feed the lemurs that were a bit that were being bullied and didn't get to have the food yeah the treats because it was like normally when they feed them they separate them in their own little pens and then they feed them because as with most animals if you get a bigger stronger animal and a smaller animal the bigger stronger animal will just eat the smaller animal's food it's just one of those things so we feed them through the great because the mongoose lemurs were the small ones it says rib tails that we didn't feed then there were the I can't remember the name of the other ones, which were the bigger ones that we I fed. can't remember the names either. They were the rough, big, rough lemurs. Rough lemurs, yeah, they're black and white lemurs that aren't the red-tailed ones. Yeah, and there was the rough lemurs, which were like the orangey ones that we did get to feed. Yeah, yeah, so it was like cut up bits of grape, blueberry, and she showed us like the charts of like what foods you could give them just as a These treat. These were the special treat foods. Yeah, which they... They only get given for quite rarely, but it's mainly when I think there's encounters and stuff. So they're like coming right up to the grating and like holding on. Like anyone on social media, if they follow at Genuine Chit Chat on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, you should be able to see them. I think Instagram's probably the best place to have seen all those photos yeah. and stuff. Um, there's also a couple of videos on there as well. But it's really, seeing the lemurs is so much fun, like as well. Like I've never been that close to lemurs, you get to see their hands and stuff. Yeah. Where do we go after the lemurs? I was going to say, they poop like 40 times, 20 oh, to 40 they do times poop a day. A lot, yeah. Which is madness. Their metabolism just goes immediately through them, which is gross and interesting. Uh, where do we go after the lemurs? Uh, after the lemurs, we went to the raccoons. Oh, yes. 
That was my highlight. Then the uh, Mike made a new girlfriend in the raccoon that is called Liberty. Liberty fancied Mike. She did. She yeah. was flying with him, according to the zookeeper. Yeah. So the, the, there's two raccoons that live together. I think it's Otto. Liberty, and then there was a Coati that lived with them as well. No, they were all lemurs. Um, they were all raccoons. No, one of them was a Coati. Was it? The gummy one. Those are the same things we saw in. Uh... I th- no, I'm pretty sure she was called Satel. Satel. Satler. She was a Coati. Oh. She was the same species as things we saw in Mexico. I thought that it was just a weird looking raccoon. <laughs> hey, that raccoon looks nothing like a raccoon <laughs> I've ever seen I in thought. my life. That's because it was a Coati. <laughs> she was a really old She girl. was all gummy. Yeah, she had like three teeth. Uh, but I fed Ufik them grapes and it was just grapes though, wasn't it? it was just grapes yeah. they got some brilliant pictures of feeding the uh, the raccoon yeah the raccoon Liberty again Mike's new girlfriend <laughs> um, yeah tell them about what we've been into her little lodge and stuff yeah so she has like a little like if you think of like a traditional like American wood lodge cabin the kind of thing yeah, that's literally what I was about to say <laughs> the kind of thing that Ron Swanson would have like in the middle of the fucking woods or that guy well what's the what's the police officer's name in um, uh, Strange Things Hopper oh, yeah, like yeah. Hopper's got a little lodge hasn't he it's yeah, like yeah. kind of that kind of thing she has her own lodge um, so you, we went in there and we sat on the bed and then she was like climbing all over the bed trying to get grapes and... we saw her before didn't we because we had yeah, like we saw hour. yeah we saw her in the morning because we had 30 minutes just to chill before the experience started so we were just wandering around and she's so lazy she's like she had her bowl of food like behind her head and she was laying on her back and then she was just getting her arm and trying to reach for the food while she was still on her, on her back and just eating off of her stomach like she was some sort of like Greek god yeah like a, like a hedonist it was almost like where she's like feeding herself grapes yeah but yeah she was flirting with Mike yeah, according to the zookeeper. So we, we both sat on a bed and then we fed, fed her and the Coati grapes. The, the other raccoon, Otto, is a bit more timid. so he But he did come into the house. We did get to see him. Yeah, yeah. He had, I think him and Liberty had the most amount of trauma of any animals there, aside from the tiger we mentioned. Yeah, the, lim- the zookeeper was telling us that Liberty was found in a like house in either, was it France? Or no, was it? I think it was France or Spain. It was either, no, it was either France or England. Right. And she'd been living in the house, and when she'd done something that the person who owned her didn't like, he would kick her in the face. Yeah. And this is, like, literally one of the gentlest animals I've ever met in my life. She was so kind. Yeah. And raccoons are very intelligent creatures as well. And obviously, they've got, like, opposable thumbs, and they're very good at problem solving. Uh, and they live in packs, I think, as well. So they're very sociable mammals and things. Yeah, except in England, because they're not native, they have to be spayed or like castrated or neutered or whatever they have to be able to not have babies yeah because otherwise they would literally take over the ecosystem yeah yeah like um, they have somewhere in America yeah but yeah Liberty was cool and she fancied mine yeah because basically we sat on the bed feeding her and the Kuwati grapes and then after giving her grapes and stuff and we ran out of grapes the Kuwati then just kind of toddled off but then um, the raccoon Liberty climbed up so we were sat on her bed and it was like literally a camper bed wasn't it? it was like yeah. a um, we sat on her bed we were feeding her so she climbed up next to us and walked behind Megan right next to me and then laid next to me and then she was like kept rolling over and looking at me while she was like rolling over and stuff and because when we go around we're going around with Karen who's telling us a lot of information they're helping us prep the food and other kind of stuff like that but the zookeepers themselves were the ones who were specialists and were telling us the more information about it and so the zookeeper there I think Carly or Carla or something Kerry Kerry that was it um, she was really really cool she had like a Harry Potter tattoo so we talk about that in a little bit um, but she she was saying oh she's flirting with you because she's like rolling over and she's she going back and 
that sort of stuff, being vulnerable next to you. So she was like, she likes being scratched behind like, the rough of her neck. So I was scratching the rough of her neck, and then she was taking my hand and was like just holding my hand and then started nibbling really gently on the ends of my fingernails, like grooming me. She was trying to bite your fingernails. But she, the thing is, she wasn't biting very hard, so she wasn't actually trying to like bite my fingernails off because my fingernails were quite long at the time. My fingernails aren't that hard. So it's not hard to be able to bite them off. She was just gently nibbling on each of my fingernails. And whenever I moved my hand away from her, she would just look at me and slowly reach my hand and put it back close to her, <laughs> uh, which is very cute. So I had a raccoon holding my hand for... We were in there for a we while. We were in there for quite a bit, yeah. And she was like, I've never seen her bite, like, chew someone's fingernails before. She was really like you. I was like, yep, yeah. raccoon whisperer. Clearly. Yeah, and then at the end of the day, we got a little key ring um, for the spare key for our house, and we got the one with Liberty on it. So we got yeah. raccoon, Liberty, coming home with us. She is Mike's new girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, it would be... It, I think people do have them as pets, not generally in the UK, but you can have raccoons as pets. They're just... It's kind of like people have foxes. It's like, they're similar-ish to the way you would have a dog, but they've got a lot of weird quirks that you really have to be fully invested in to sort them out. Yeah. Um, yeah, then what do we do after the raccoons? After that, we went and saw the piggies. How do we sort out the enrichment? So we got to do enrichment, so we got a cardboard box and filled it with, like, newspaper and stuff, and then we got to put down some pellets... And it means that they can't just eat the food. They have to try and hunt for the pellets. So we got two boxes, one each, where we had to do that. And then we went and saw the piggies. And they were called Snuffles and Truffles. <laughs> and then we threw the boxes in. And they just, like, went for it. Except Snuffles was really mean. Snuffles was, like, a mean pig. She, she was kept, the dominant one. She was the dominant one. She kept going over the truffles and, like, getting them out of the way so that she could have all of the all of the food. She gave up on her box. She gave up on her box because she found it too difficult. Went over to Truffles' box because he'd already opened it. So Truffles went over to her box and managed to open it, and then she went back to it. Yeah, pushed them out of the way. Mean. But they were really cute. I gave them some pets. And then we got to go feed the goats some willow. Um, so that was really cool. And the goats were massive. They literally ran over and jumped up at us. They were huge. So there were two, two massive goats. Yeah, they were giant. They were like bigger than any sheep I've seen. They I literally realize... looked like they could have jumped over the fence. They looked like camels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did look like they camels. They were really big. I've never seen a goat that big. Let two. No, that was really cool. The other uh, goats were like small, I think pygmy goats they're called. Yeah. They were um, after the goats, we went and did some foraging because we went to go see the tortoises. But when we went to see the tortoises, they were asleep. So They had a busy day, didn't they? They did have a busy day because there was a children's birthday party that day where they got to be like handled by children. So they were a snoozy, so we just left them be because obviously I know what a tortoise is like. Um, well, we also know from Raquel, she has a busy day and she's out. She's she wants to a lot just of be left alone. After that, she just snoozes. Yeah. But yeah, it was really cool. And then, as Mike said, we got some certificates. And then when we get home uh, today, we'll have a look through the pictures. But it was a really great birthday present or Christmas present. Christmas present, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was one of the best. It was it was the best zoo experience I've ever done. It was it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, the zoo itself is really cool, but it's quite a small zoo because it's, it's more so... Well, it's less than £15 pounds to go in. Yeah. Yeah, for anyone who's from, especially the south of the UK, like, it's smaller than Barwell, definitely smaller than Hogley. You'd probably be there a couple hours, I think, maybe a few hours. Like, yeah, you could if you went to all the talks, you could probably be there for most of the day. But I think it's probably a three, maybe four hour. I don't even think it would be four hours. It's not that big. I yeah. reckon three hours max. Really. Yeah, probably two to three hours. I say, but for the price, it's really good. Um, the only thing I say is they had a surprisingly small gift shop. Yeah, the gift shop was quite small. Because normally you go to places like zoos, they've got everything. They've got loads of stuff. Yeah. Like, we wanted to get a little pimp badge, but 
We did manage to. That car is so low to the ground. Yeah, what was that? We're driving and there's just a, a car that is so low to the ground. It looks like the bumper is like close to touching the floor. You wouldn't want to go over a speed bump with that. No, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a mini. Like it's a like a really road. old school vehicle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was our experience with the Isle of Wight. And then after that, we went to, after the zoo and stuff, went back to the hotel, uh, got changed, whatever, and then we went for a walk. And we came across such a cool arcade. Because Megan loves arcades. I do love arcades. However, I was fuming. <laughs> I was so angry. So basically, we spent ages on the claw machine. Well, actually, let's, let's, let's rein it back. We did loads of stuff. We won a load of tickets. We then got a scented candle with our tickets, which is cool. Then I went on the deal or no deal machine. And I don't know if in the States they have deal or no deal. But I'm not going to explain the premise of the show. Well, there's, just, there's, there's 20, you, 20 boxes. You, you choose one at the start. Box. And then you eliminate the boxes. And then basically the box that you end up with is the amount of money that you win. So on this deal or no deal, the maximum that you can win if you pay for a pound because you can double up, you the maximum you can win is 200 tickets. And I bloody won! Top prize. We won the top prize! We won 200 tickets, which was really cool. But we'd already spent our tickets, so you can't really get anything for 200. Just tat. So we actually ended up giving away the 200 tickets to a, uh, a family that had some children that were like playing games just to be nice. But at least I won Deal or No Deal, and it's the first time that's ever happened in my life. It was so exciting. Then I was really mad, because we went on the claw machine to try and win Grogu, aka Baby Yoda. Um, and on Mike's, one of Mike's turns, obviously claw machines are set up so that they let go of the toy, because they don't want everyone to get it. And then it's a certain like algorithm, isn't it? However many you do it, it will finally grab it. Yeah, and it slowly gets harder and harder and harder. And then when it seems like it's going to win, it then becomes loose yeah. again. Yeah, I was fucking angry because we definitely should have won. Mike's thing, it, he picked it up, went all the way to the thing. It dropped it. And then fucking Baby Yoda's head bounced off the plastic that releases it to, ke- to get it and bounced back in. It ricocheted off the plastic and back into the arcade, like, grabber thing. So I was really, really mad. Maybe the woman next to us. Yeah, the woman next to us was like, I feel so sorry for you. She said I was heartbroken. Yeah, I was so, I was so angry. was holding Baby Yoda after, like, what, two, two pounds we spent? Two or three quid? And I was like, oh my god, I got it. And it was like, oh my god. It's we were panic. literally saying, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Because we were actually going to do it. We were so excited because, like, so we were going to get it. We were definitely going to get it. And then, yeah, it bounced off the plastic and bounced back into the pit. We spent about another three or four quid trying to get it. Yeah, because I was so mad. I, like, wanted to punch the machine. <laughs> and I also wanted to swear, but fortunately I didn't because there were lots of children around. I managed to rein it in. But then I was really angry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but a bit before that, we did have a really nice meal. Yeah. Waterfront or something. Yeah, we went and had a nice meal. We shared some prawns to start. And then I had crab macaroni cheese, which was that delicious. I've never had it before. It was really yummy. Yeah, I, we had the breaded. They're called like a. The if breaded breast, yeah, if you have an Indian restaurant, they're butterflied or butterfried, depending where you go. But it's basically just yeah, you get a prawn, you deep fry it in breadcrumbs. And, and you had some lush. ribs as your main, didn't you? Really good ribs. The barbecue ribs are really nice. And they had steak cut chips, which is my favourite way of having chips. And they were proper big. They were chunky. They were massive. I love. I love really big, thick chunky chips that are really fluffy on the inside and then like, we had a couple of drinks each I had an espresso martini and a passion fruit, passion fruit martini which is basically a porn star martini but they didn't call it that yeah but it was yummy yeah and I had uh, I had some vodka the first drink I had was had vodka Moscow yeah, Mule Moscow, Moscow Mule which I've never heard of before it was vodka it's a very common cocktail is it? yeah I've heard of Moscow oh, wow. Mule well it was a yeah vodka lime and ginger beer and I love ginger beer uh, and then the second one I had was 
I had some ginger beer left over in the bottle, so I basically I got a shot of Kraken rum, which is some really strong spiced black rum. It's really, really nice. And I just had a shot of that with the rest of the ginger beer, and that was very tasty. Uh, but yeah, that was that. And then we yeah, stayed at the hotel, uh, had a sleep, woke up in the morning, got the ferry back, and then went and saw the paparoos. And now we're heading home to then grab Do some packing. Boxes, <laughs> and then go to the flat to grab some of the last things from the flat to take to the house. And then maybe we'll have a bit of time to chill. Uh, and then, yeah, then for the next couple of weeks, we'll be puppy proof in the puppy house. Puppy proof in the house so that we can get a puppy! Yes, and then you'll definitely need to follow Megan and Chris Gets Fit on Instagram. Oh, yeah, so I've, I've been so rubbish with being on social media just because it's, it's not been an appropriate time to be on social media for me. But it's just been so busy as well. It's just been so busy, and there's been other priorities that are more important. So, we changed your job, we've got the house, yeah. the flat. Well, when we get the puppy, and hopefully once I finish at my job for the summer, we'll, I'll have some more time for... The grits gets fit, but there will definitely be appearances of, of future paparoo on there. Yeah. Yeah. Indeedy. But yeah, so that was a, that was a little roundup of our Isle of Wight trip. Uh, I don't know where we're next going. Anywhere interesting. Well, we won't be going anywhere for a while because we're getting a puppy. We'll go to Cheltenham in a few weeks and we're going to see uh, the Bake Off musical. Yeah, so we anyone, need to get a dog sitter for the day. We will do, yeah. For the Bake Off the musical... So, as in the Great British Bake Off, there's an officially licensed musical that is in Cheltenham for like a month, and then it's moving to the West End. So, I think we'll probably do an Afterthoughts on the drive back from that. Yeah. Talking about that, because we've done a couple of Afterthoughts lives, and that's whenever Megan cracks out her singing, which people really like with the Les Miserables and the Book of Mormon ones. People love to hear you singing. I've had a few comments about that. Well, so. I am a fantastic singer. <laughs> you are a good singer. I'm, 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 not, not, a fa- I'm not a fantastic singer. I'm actively singer. quite a bad singer. You are a good singer. I, I can sing in tune. Yeah. You, you like harmonies, so you're like perfect for group stuff. You, like, you prefer doing harmonies. The problem is, is that I'm not perfect for group stuff because I get distracted and I can't stay on what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh. So when I have been in, like I was, when I was in a choir at college, I found it really difficult to sing the tenor part because I would get distracted by the sopranos um, but anyway <laughs> yeah but that's probably what we've got for the future we are gonna you know maybe go I'm hoping we'll be have time to go to the cinema once or twice before the papa room but I don't know if that's wishful thinking but I want to see Jurassic World to be I reckon I reckon we'll be able to go to the cinema well, we're gonna go see Love and Thunder definitely yeah yeah yeah. we'll have There's time there's no way we'll, 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 now, we'll after Tuesday once everything's sorted with the, the house and the flat and we're out of the flat and there's nothing there yeah then, then it's fine after that, it's fine. Yeah, and we still we need to get back on the uh, the Tom Hanks rewatch because I know a lot of people were saying that was their favourite Patreon stuff we've been doing. It's just bloody nuts, everyone, at the moment. Yeah, it's just time. it's just insanely we, busy all of the fucking time. To be honest, yeah, we we haven't had time to watch a movie apart from when we watched Sonic the Hedgehog the other day, and that was just because we were meant to be doing house stuff. We were so exhausted, we just gave up. We were like, let's just have this evening to have a breather, and then obviously we're watching Kenobi, which is almost finished. Uh, we start Ms. Marvel because we're going to be going on Rhea's show Rhea Tondu's show about that there's also Stranger Things there's also The Boys that we haven't started so it's like and also RuPaul's Drag Race Season 7 All-Stars which we also have we've been watching that but it's like we also want to watch movies we need to watch Philadelphia then we get to watch Forrest Gump yeah boy maybe we can watch Forrest Gump when we have the puppy because it doesn't matter if we don't watch as much of that but Maybe. We'll probably have to watch Philadelphia before that because otherwise we get distracted. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But thank you so much for listening as always, friends. We appreciate all of you lovely Patreon supporters uh, for supporting the show. It means the absolute world to us. 
Uh, please let us know what you thought, especially our UK friends, if you've been to the Isle of Wight. I know a couple of you American listeners. I, I would be surprised if our American listeners have come to the UK, got to the Isle of Wight, of all the places. But please, let us know. Yeah, thank you so much. We'll speak to you soon, and we appreciate all of you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> you have just experienced host, creator, everything else of genuine chit-chat, and also the host and creator of Star Wars Comics and Canon, found on the Comics in Motion podcast, Mike Burton.